Hey girl, welcome to Pouring Out Perfume Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann Wilcox. Today I have Jessica Klassen in, and she is a fellow sister in Christ. You guys, she is a founder of rippleboxes.com, which I absolutely adore. And she is also the host of a podcast called Connected Faith. Definitely check that out and enjoy this episode. Hey, Jessica, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited for you to be here. And I want to start off by talking about your mission work because I think it's so incredible. Oh, thank you. So my husband and I were missionaries down in Ecuador for a long time, but I've also done mission trips since I was in middle school. So I've gone to Mexico. I've been to Uganda. So there's a difference between short-term missions where you're there for a week or two, and there's a difference between long-term missions where you're there for several years. But I've had some amazing different experiences with people along the way. And it's just been fun to see what God has done. And it's such a different perspective of, of who God is and a different living perspective on things that people have experienced. And so it's just been, it's been an incredible journey. Absolutely. Can you tell us, or I'm sure there's multiple, but what's a significant story that has really impacted you, whether it was in middle school or along the way? Can you think of a specific time that just blew your mind? Yeah, I have a few actually. When I was in middle school, we went down to Mexico and these families of four or five people lived in this like shack, cardboard with metal stuff on top. Like that was that was their home. They didn't have a toilet. They didn't have a kitchen. They didn't have anything. And so we were able to help build a house for this family. And I remember when we gave them the keys, they were just crying. This house was not very big. It was a one bedroom with a space for a kitchen and a tiny bathroom. Like it wasn't even very big, but they were just so grateful. And I remember just being like, wow, they are thankful for, I mean, that was, it was smaller than my bedroom back home. My bedroom was bigger than their house. And they were so thankful to have that because it meant that they could come out of the elements and actually have a place that was home. And they had this one family in particular actually had three kids, the husband and wife, and then grandma and grandpa and a couple uncles. So you have all of these people living in this tiny, tiny space, and they were so thankful for it. And that really got my heart going for missions. The kids that I met, the people that I met, it's like, I have a heart to try to love people and change. I, at the time, like, I want to change the world. <laughs> I think that continued through college. Then I was like, I'm just one person. But another time I had was when we were in Uganda. I can't tell you, like their living circumstances were awful. We had to go down like mountain hillside carrying a jug. And then you went to this little like pond, nasty brown water thing. And then you had to carry all the way back up. And that's what they used to shower, to wash their, brush their teeth. That's what they used to cook any food that they had for that day. So if you took a shower and you only had the one jug, but it also had to be for cooking and drinking and everything else, your showers were very, very short. Like, very dude, short. <laughs> very short. Just trying to rinse stuff off. And, but I will tell you the, the joy that they had when we had sat down to have worship time, they, it shook the house that we were in. Like they were jumping up and down and just, they could not scream enough and yell enough and praise God enough for who he is and what he's done. And those families were so generous. Like they offered everything while we were there. And it was phenomenal. I remember when we were in Ecuador, we went into the jungles and the the place that everybody bathed was the river, but the river was also where you slaughtered the pig. Okay. 
Um, I don't feel very clean at the moment. <laughs> but I remember this one kid. She actually traveled around with a, a bunch of different people. And something I want to encourage you guys with, language doesn't have to be a barrier. Like mm. When we were in, in, in Ecuador, I didn't at the time, I didn't speak Spanish. And this woman, one of the other leaders, because we joined with a local church to help people there. And she and I connected to the point that we like exchanged gifts. We exchanged emails. We exchanged addresses. And I never was able to speak a word because I didn't understand what she was saying. But we built such a beautiful friendship eventually when I moved back down to Ecuador that we were immediately already friends because God's love goes beyond languages. So, I mean, I was a teacher down in Ecuador. I had students who were rescued from sex trafficking. And those conversations were hard and heart-wrenching. And I just, there's so many things I could share. There's so many different experiences. And something I've learned in all the different places I've lived, all the different places I've been to, God is still God. God is still good, no matter where you go. And people are people. People may have different cultures, may have different backgrounds, may look different, but we are all people and we can love each other. We can encourage each other. And if you meet a Christian in another part of the world, they know and love God too. They're really not any different, but they just have grown up experiencing a lot of hardships. Oh, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful, Jess. So my selfish, I guess, hiccup with ever doing mission work, and this is so, so ridiculous, but I am a big baby because I'm afraid. I'm a little bit afraid, especially to go into those scarier places. Was there ever a time that you were like, I can't think of with Ecuador, but was there ever a time that you were scared of what was going on in the country or things like that? Yeah. When I lived in Ecuador, there was a time where there was a government unrest and mm-hmm. you heard shooting in the streets and you're just like, well, okay. I don't what? know if I really want to be here at the moment. <laughs> they were trying to overthrow the president at the time. Oh my goodness. So a big thing, a big unrest. Okay. Yeah. Well, and as I'm saying this to you, I guess that's where faith comes in, right? Like mm-hmm. you're there, you're... So I need to get over myself, sounds like. <laughs> One of the things we teach... So I've had a, a unique opportunity to be on mission board at churches in the United States and then be a short-term mission trip and then be a long-term mission. So I've experienced all aspects of missions. And one of the things we often were teaching our short-term missions students going back is, one, there's a thing called reverse culture shock. You'll come back and you'll be like, what the heck is wrong with my culture? Two, there's actually five Fs that you can work through. One is fight or flight. You're immediately like, I hate American culture and I don't want to do this. And, And eventually what you're trying to get to is all those emotions are normal. It's normal to come back and be like, oh my gosh, I can't take a hot shower because I don't have to walk a mile to go get it. Well, that doesn't help the people there. That does nothing for them. That just changes you from, makes you stinky. Like that doesn't do anything for them. Eventually what you're, what we encourage people to get to is fruit. As you work through those emotions, as you work through the fear that you had, the emotions you had, the amazing experience you had, what, how can you come back to the U.S. where God has you and still make a difference and impact on the people there? How can you love and encourage the people there? It's not get over yourself. It's, I learned a lot going through different missions that God has you where he has you and you are very privileged and blessed, but that doesn't change where he has you right now. So how can you partner with the people there? How can you partner with and encourage and pray for and love on the people that you've met? So that's, I wouldn't just say get over yourself. I would encourage you to learn more about the people around the world and how you can partner with them. Perfect. 
Perfect. And thank you for the encouragement. You're welcome. I needed that. I absolutely needed that. My next question was going to be perfect segue, if you will, into your mission, what you're doing now in your business and explain it all. Yeah. So my business is actually called Ripple Boxes. And I didn't know growing up how much that would mean to me, but I always thought I like I had mentioned earlier, I had to change the world. I had to be do something big. And what I've learned by traveling to different places and living in different places is it's small in, intentional acts. It's small things that bring hope and light and remind people of who God is. So my boxes, that, that's what my boxes are. My boxes are an encouraging Christian gift box to be able to give to other people who are hurting or you want to remind them that you're thinking of them. You want to encourage them. You want to bless them. There are four ripples in each box. The first is obviously us as a givers being able to bless other people blesses us. Then obviously the person getting the box. Then there's a tool in every box for the person receiving the box to continue that encouragement, to encourage somebody else. It can be something small like a thank you coin. It can be a note that already has a stamp on it to, hey, I'm thinking of you. And then the last one is actually partnering with different people around the world, different businesses locally and people I've met, different small businesses, micro businesses who are trying to get out of really rough circumstances like extreme poverty, like my friends in Uganda or in Kenya. I had friends in Ecuador who built a company called Esperanza Art and it's girls who've been rescued from sex trafficking and it's beautiful jewelry. So I partner with all of them. Everything is from small businesses. At least one item is from those companies, those micro businesses from around the world. This is so incredible. So incredible. And I I really, really want to partner with you in this because I think it is so important. It gives that message of hope. You can't tell me that there isn't, who doesn't want to receive that or need to receive it. Have you heard any stories or any kind of thing from the boxes that you have sent? How does that work as far as like, you know, hey, I sent this out and you'd have no idea what it did or or what, what kind of feedback are you getting? I'm getting a lot of really cool feedback. I'm getting people saying, it felt like I received a hug in the mail, hmm. which it's just, I love that. That makes me smile. Um, me too. Because the people who are receiving it don't know it's coming. It's a surprise in the mail and it's it's happy mail that you're receiving. I've had people who've had harder times who said, you have no idea the impact that this had. I had three family members who were murdered and I got a box right as I felt the most alone. So these can have small impact in just making people's day. I've had people who send just all they send is crying face because they're like, this impact, I needed this today. I just needed this reminder that God loves us, that he is there, that he knows me, he knows who I am. And the impact has just been phenomenal. I actually keep, I keep a, a map on my desk of all of the different places that have been impacted in the United States and around the world through partnering and through the people who've received the boxes. And it's just been, it's been fun watching that grow. That is, that is so awesome. That is such a good idea too. I love that you can visually see how that, so how that has affected everybody. Jessica, yep. that is awesome. I needed a reminder. <laughs> yes. You need a little, yeah, that visual affirmation, I guess. So just to give an idea for like a gift, I've got a friend going through a very bad divorce. I was looking into getting her flowers, mm -hmm. a small vase, a small thing with plus delivery was about 50 bucks. And not that it matters your cost. I think your cause is phenomenal, but 
Can you give me some idea of prices and how it works to, I believe you can membership, right? Or something. How does, how does that work with your boxes? So you can buy one time or you can buy quarterly where it will, I will send you an email every quarter. Hey, your quarter's coming up. Where would you like the box sent? Every box has a handwritten note. So you send me what it want, you want it to say, and I will handwrite the card that goes into the box. And that's the first thing they see when they open it. It's, hey, so-and-so is thinking. And I write as if I was from you. So I was thinking of you. I hope you're doing well. And I hope this blesses you or whatever you want it to say. So every box has a card. The large boxes are $50 plus tax and shipping. So it's about 60 total. The mini boxes are 25 plus tax and shipping. It's about 30. Okay, now the final drum roll question. What is in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> so, so that was my Brad Pitt impression. It, <laughs> every box, the theme changes and you can pick which theme you'd like sent if you're only doing one time. You're Not Alone has coffee from Honduras and they provide education and housing for their families. It also has a necklace from Esperanza Art the women who were rescued from sex trafficking. There's a cup on it that that says a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. So the the idea behind that box with you're not alone is you actually share coffee with someone and tell them how they're really doing. Being authentic, being real, having that community so that they are not alone. And there's a few other small things in there as well. The next one is peace shalom. And I've had number of women hand knit a prayer shawl that's in there. And then there's a beautiful design, home decor sign, and it says Shalom. And then it says what Shalom is and what it, like the meaning behind it. It's a beautiful little piece of art. This wonderful cinnamon bark, it has a dove on the front of it. The cinnamon bark box that's made by women in Vietnam. So every box just has a really, is very intentional with what's in there. The other themes are beautiful exchange. And the newest one that just came out is Gnome. So you guys, they are going out at the end of this month. If you'd like to pre-order, you can pre-order that one. That one has hand-carved wooden spoons, like salad spoons, by men in Kenya. And then their their spouse, their wives are sanding it down. So it's actually a family thing through a, a fair trade company that I know. And there's a bag that says, you are known, loved, chosen, and worthy. And then there's a beautiful necklace. It's very simple, but it's a known, it says known and it's made out of sterling silver. So just really cool, different things in every box. Well, you got a forever customer right here. Oh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're very welcome. Jess, thank you so much for being here so much for sharing this and your amazing idea to do this. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure being here today. Thank you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for being here and we'll see you in the next episode. I strongly encourage you to check out Ripple Boxes and just send some hope and some love to a friend. Thank you guys. Ladies, 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 if there are any of you that have wanted to start a podcast, thinking about it, getting your voice out there, using it as a platform in order to help others, I want you to listen to this. Please head on over to Stephanie Gass podcast course. Start a podcast in 30 days. She gives you step-by-step information guiding you so easily along the way. Hey, look, if I can do it, you can do it. She is one of those amazing teachers that just helps it flow, helps you with technology, which I am not inclined. She also takes away the mess and the yuck of the social media game and the nonstop posting and blah, blah, blah. 
Listen, this course is for you. You head on down to the link that is in the episode description, click on it and you'll get a deal through that. Clarifying your calling, which is how to really narrow down your niche for your podcast. And then you'll also receive podcast to pro university course. So two courses for one when you use that link. So go for it. Go out there, start your podcast. The time is now, my friends. And don't forget, there's always, always hope.